0: Welcome to Breaking It Down with De'Anthony with your host, Devin Anthony. Welcome to the latest edition of Breaking It Down with De'Anthony. Today I'm just strictly going to be talking about the NBA and what's to come and now that we're at the last part of the season, uh, the NBA Finals. Um, So the Warriors did sweep uh, Portland Trailblazers in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, Curry played great throughout the whole series and averaged more than 30 points in every single in all four games. In the Eastern Conference Finals, it was the Toronto Raptors versus the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, great series. Bucks went up 2-0 uh, to start the series. and uh, Those two games are in Milwaukee. And then the Raptors uh, close out the series by winning four in a row. And a crazy stat is that the Bucks had not lost more than two games during the whole season. So for the Raptors to beat them four times in a row and beat them in a game six was a great accomplishment uh, for Toronto. Uh, Giannis in that game six against the Raptors, it was a great game. Uh, I watched the game, it was very exciting. Uh, the fans the fans for Toronto were behind them the whole game. It was really a uh, fun and entertaining game to watch. Giannis finished with 21 points and 11 rebounds and Brooke Lopez finished with 18 points and 9 rebounds. Um, Giannis is only 24 years old. He's I don't think he was experienced enough yet. That's what many people are saying uh, in the sports media. And he's he's had some great moments. He had some great moments during the series. He had some great moments during the season. But he wasn't able to close it out. And as I said, he just isn't experienced enough yet. His jump shot isn't what it needs to be. Uh, you, I don't think the Bucks can really rely on him to make big-time shots at the end of games. And that's something you need uh, from a star player. So I think he's going to have to work on that during the offseason and come back and lead that team again next year and I could see them going back to the Eastern Conference Finals uh, next year and that game six Kawhi had a pretty quiet first half and then just turned it on the second half uh, ended up finishing with 27 points and 17 rebounds. Uh, Pascal Siakam finished with 18 points and Kyle, R- Kyle Lowry finished with 17 points and this is Kyle Lowry's Seventh season, I believe, with the Raptors, and the first time he's made the finals, they've always come short uh, against against uh, LeBron whenever he was on the Heat or the Cavs because they, they just couldn't get past him, and now that uh, this is his year that he's gone, they were able to uh, capitalize on that, and they were able to make the finals, <laughs> and everyone on Twitter is saying how mad DeMar DeRozan must be, how this whole trade thing went through, and how it actually benefited uh, the Raptors and, and it's going to benefit them in the long run if Kawhi does end up staying and it was a trade that shocked everyone it's a trade that shocked me at how loyal DeMar DeRozan was to that franchise that they just they just got they just traded him for Kawhi Leonard for a guy that was having a lot of problems with the Spurs that came in there's a report saying he didn't even want to be on the Raptors but I think he made the best of it he dominated the Eastern Conference this year and he led his team to the finals uh As I was saying, in that game six, really fun game to watch. The Raptors were down 15 at one point in the game. And at the beginning of the fourth quarter, they they were down, I think, more than 10. And without Kawhi on the court, Kawhi was resting on the bench. Um, The rest of his team was able to make a comeback. And then Kawhi goes back in and helps close the game, and which ended up closing the series as well. So the Raptors winning four in a row, a big accomplishment for them. Uh, the city really behind them right now, and it's going to be a very uh, interesting series to see them against the Warriors. Uh, in that series against the Bucks, Kawhi scored 31 in Game 1, 31 in Game 2, 36 in Game 3, uh, 19 in Game 4, which they still ended up winning because uh, Kyle Lowry had 25 points that game. Game 5, Kawhi had 35 points, and Game 6, Kawhi scored 27. And right now, Kawhi is just proving why he's one of the best in the game. Uh, he's a machine on both sides of the court, he's electric on offense, uh, he's, he's got big hands on defense, and he's really the leader on his team, and he's got a great supporting cast with him, uh, Kyle Lowry, Pascal Siakam, Marcus Fred Van Vliet, Norman Powell, and Serge Ibaka. Those are all Those are all, it's a good mixture of young guys and also guys who are veterans who have been in the league for a long time and know what they're doing. Giannis did have some great moments during the season but just he just wasn't able to close the series out and he, I just don't think he's experienced enough yet and he's a young guy and I think uh, the more the more amount of times he gets that far to the Eastern Conference Finals I think the more he'll be experienced and he did miss a lot of free throws during the series but I think the more he just keeps working in the offseason the better uh, the chances are for the Bucks in the future and for him. And so as I said the Bucks really do have a bright future with Giannis, uh, Chris Middleton, who was also an all-star this year, and Brooke Lopez, uh, all in charge. Uh, and as I said, Giannis will continue to improve, and will most likely get the Bucks back to the Easter Conference Finals next year. So, on to my prediction of the Raptors versus the Warriors. During the regular season, the Raptors uh, won the series between them and the Warriors 2-0, to zero. And in both those games, they shot better behind the three-point line and had more uh, fast-break points in both of those games. KD, uh, Kevin Durant, is unlikely to play at the start of the NBA Finals due to a calf injury suffered in Game 5 of the Western Conference Semifinals against Houston. So the Warriors have won. They won Game 6 against Houston when they closed that series out, and then they won four in a row against the Trailblazers. So they've won won five in a row without Kevin Durant, and and in all five of those games, uh, Curry's been in charge. He's been the leader, and he's scoring. And he scored more than thirty points in all five of those games. The first two games of the NBA Finals are in Toronto. They finished the better record than the Warriors this year, therefore they get home court advantage. So the first two games are in Toronto, and KD is unlikely to play in either of those. And Toronto's a hot team right now. They're playing. They're playing really well. Kawhi's, Kawhi's playing. It's like he's one of the best players in the NBA right now, and they 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 can they're a scary team, and I think they they'll be able to compete really well uh, against the Warriors. And my prediction is that uh, the Raptors either win both of those games at home if KD does not play, or they at least split. Uh, they at least split the games, win one, lose one. And I think it's more. Uh, I think there's a better chance of them splitting those games. I think they go into Game One. I think they win that game just because. They're just going to be off of adrenaline. Uh, it's the first time the Raptors have made the finals in uh, franchise history, and I think they win that game one. Game two, I think, is a little bit different. I think uh, Curry starts to turn it on. I think Klay T- Thompson starts to turn it on. I think Draymond Green is going to be the leader he is, and I think they uh, steal a game in Toronto and head, and head back to Golden State uh, at 1-1. I think from there, in Golden State, if KD is back by then, I think they win both games. And then I think, and then the Warriors will be up three uh, one. After that, that would be Game Five back in Toronto. I think Toronto wins that game, um, just off of off of uh, a guy like Pascal Siakam or Kyle Lowry. I think an unexpected hero who could help them win that game. I think that's what happen And then Game Six uh, back in Golden State. I think the Warriors finish it out and win the series four to two. So the Raptors will definitely. Uh, it'll be a very competitive series. I don't think there'll be any blowout games. I think they'll all be within uh, 10 points, 10-9 points. Um, I think some games might go to overtime just because of I, I think these teams are pretty well evenly matched, especially uh, when Kevin Durant will not be there. The starting five for the Warriors could look like Curry, Thompson, uh, Draymond, Iguodala, uh, and possibly like a guy like Andrew Bogut or Jordan Bell or Cavon Looney. So... And then on the Raptors side, you got uh, Kawhi, Kyle Lowry, Siakam, Marcus, All, and Danny Green. And you also got Van Vliet and Norman Powell coming off the bench. And so I think they're both really um, high-energy teams. They're teams that um, that run off that run off of uh, energy from their fans, energy from within the team, how they're playing, and things like that. And so um, I think it could be back and a back-and-forth series. Uh, A lot of unexpected things could happen. And I think it'll be a very, very fun uh, series to watch. I think it'll be the best series we've seen uh, in this NBA playoffs this year. So my original prediction was that it's going to go seven. But I think uh, if KD does come back after uh, game one and game two, I think the Warriors uh, will just dominate from there. And KD versus Kawhi will be a very interesting matchup. Um, they're They're both the leaders on their team. They're both the uh, highest scorers in their team. And I think they'll be a very fun uh, matchup to see. And I, But I do think uh, Kevin Durant comes out on top and out duels uh, Kawhi. And therefore, I, th- I changed my prediction and think that the Warriors will win in six. So I'm very excited to see what will happen. I will be watching all the games, writing down my thoughts uh, after each game. And we'll get to you guys. Uh, and I'll one big podcast after uh, the finals end and just give you guys my take. And then we're into the off season. We'll, we'll see uh, what GMs could do to bring in uh, stars and try to build other super teams. And another big thing, um, it'll be interesting to see what the Lakers will do. Uh, they just hired a couple weeks ago, they hired coach uh, Frank Vogel, who's had a lot of success in the NBA, but not, not very far in the playoffs. And assistant, uh, Jason Kidd, he's been decided as the assistant coach. And so uh, Jason Kidd teaching Lonzo, I think that'll be uh, very interesting. And I think Lonzo can get a lot better during the off season. And right now it does seem like the Lakers are just a whole big mess in that area, in the free agency area. But I think they'll be able to pull something off, uh, like an Anthony Davis or Klay Thompson or Bradley Beal or, uh, or a Kemba Walker. I think so. It'll be interesting to see what happens with other teams like the Knicks who have the third pick, um, with the Pelicans who have the first pick, what they'll do with Andy Davis, um, how they'll build the team around Zion. And I think I'm looking forward to a really fun uh, offseason, a lot of changes in the NBA uh, with teams trying to build a super team. So that's all I got to say today. Thank you guys for tuning in, and I'll see you soon.